friends. It's me and Cash. If you're watching the video, you can see Cash laying on my like desk. I'm really tired. I just got out of a four long hour tattoo session, which if you're watching the reel, you can see my tattoo. I have a neck tattoo. It's pretty cool. Let me adjust my camera real quick. It was honestly the most painful tattoo I've ever had. And I will never get a neck tattoo again because that freaking sucked. I hated every second. I'm just kidding. The first two hours were fine. And then the last two hours really sucked. And it was like it got progressively worse as the hours went on. Welcome back to The Money Bear. This is your host, Chloe Daniels, better known as Clover Money Coach on the internet. And today we are doing our quick tip. And it's going to be a super quick tip episode today because after a four-hour long tattoo session, I'm pretty exhausted. So what we're going to talk about is how much did you have saved for retirement? Like, What is that goal number? And we're going to talk about something that will give you essentially a 96% chance of never running out of money in retirement historically. Okay. In fact, we're almost up to like 99%, depending on how you look at it. But we'll talk about that rule here or that guideline in a moment. So my life update is that I just got a neck tattoo, I guess. Beyond that, I am heading to Big Bear tomorrow. I'm taking a solo weekend getaway because I had some really tough personal stuff in the last couple of weeks. I hired an empowerment coach who is trying to help me figure out and understand my like level of internal worthiness, what I have discovered in working with my therapist is that there's like this deep belief that I'm not worthy of love, that I'm not worthy of all the things that I've got in my life, that I'm not likable. And and it's stuff that it's like rooted in childhood. But I'm working with an empowerment coach and a therapist to try and get to the root of it, process it, and start to live by logically I know my worth. Like cerebrally, I can tell you yeah, I'm the fucking shit, you know, like I'm awesome. I've got this. I like immediately start to list off all my accomplishments, but in reality, like when it comes to my actions and whether or not my actions are aligned with what I want and my worth and things like that, I don't feel like I'm totally aligned sometimes. So I have hired a team of people and I'm working on it, but that has required some really heavy shit. And My very first session with the empowerment coach was probably like 10 years of therapy crammed into one session and there were tears. I ended up having to call and cancel a trip with somebody who's coming out here who I realized it's not really aligned with what I want right now and it's not aligned with who I am and what I deserve. And so I canceled three days before they were supposed to come out here and the people pleaser in me struggled to do that. Plus the Not only the people pleaser, but like the, I need you to love me. I need you to think I'm a good person. I need you to like, you know, it's this and that. And oh my gosh, I did it kicking and screaming, but the world did not end and I'm still here and I did it and I'm proud of myself for doing it. And that's why I rewarded myself with booking a trip to Big Bear this weekend, which for those of you who are not in Southern California, Big Bear is like a weekend getaway where it's like a mini Tahoe. It's not as beautiful as Tahoe, but it's got mountains. It's got forests. It's got all the stuff that you can do outside. And so we got a little cabin. When I say we, I mean me and Logan. And I'm really looking forward to a long weekend in the woods in a cabin. So that would be great. And it'd also be like in the seventies. So it's going to be beautiful. 
So yeah, I guess that's my life update. I don't want to dive too deep into it because like I'm really not about putting people on blast who didn't consent to being put on blast. And it's like nobody deserves to be put on blast in either scenarios that I've been going through lately. I think I've just had too long of a time of not ever doing what I say I want and going after it and working with my empowerment coach. I don't want to get too deep into it because this does have to be a quick tip today. I'll tell you guys a little bit more about it next time. But she basically was like, you know, you say that there's these people in your life who don't show up for you say that they that you do everything that you're the emotionally intelligent one and that you're constantly, you know, running into people who are taking advantage of that. But you by having this person come out and visit you on this trip, you are welcoming that into your life. You are choosing it. So that's kind of the 411 in terms of what's been going on in my life lately. Just a lot of personal inner work and trying to own my stuff rather than, you know, constantly blaming my circumstances or which like I'm pretty good at owning my circumstances in some areas of my life, but in other areas I as my empowerment coach also politely pointed out, I have a tendency to fall into like this victim mindset where even if I have been a victim or have experienced being a victim in certain scenarios, thinking through that lens isn't always helpful and seeing things through that lens isn't always helpful. And it's like, I'd rather be the author of my own story. So I'm trying to learn how to do that and live a life that's more aligned with what I really want. So yeah, we'll kind of see what happens from there. So I'm excited about it, but let's go ahead and dive into the quick tip this week, which is how much should I have saved for retirement? So as I mentioned, and I'm pulling this quote from the Money with Katie blog, which I love. If you're a super nerd when it comes to finances, I highly recommend checking out her show. She had a blog post and she also had a podcast episode. The blog post I am referencing is called How to Determine If You're on Track for Your Age Regarding Retirement. And this is the quote I'm pulling from her blog. You have a 96% chance of retirement success historically by withdrawing 4.25% of your total assets each year once you've invested 25 times your annual expenses per Bill Bengen's 4% rule research in the 1990s, which was later validated by researchers at Trinity University, though it's been called into question recently. This whole article, which I'll link to in the show notes, really looked at, okay, is there still validity to this 4% rule? And it turns out, yes, there is still validity to the 4% rule. In fact, it was over 90% accurate most in most scenarios, which I found very, very calming, uh, especially as somebody who likes using the 4% rule to give us a like baseline, like an uh, something to shoot for, the ballpark of what we want to be aiming for when it comes to retirement. So what is the 4% rule? I'm sure you're wondering. The 4% rule is this idea that essentially, as long as you have 25 times your expenses saved for retirement, you should be able to retire. And what I mean by that is the first year you plan to retire, like the first year, like let's say it's 40 years from now, so 2063, what do you want to spend in your very first year of retirement? If the answer is $100,000, okay, cool. 
Now that we have that $100,000 baseline, which I know can seem like, okay, how the heck am I supposed to know? We're just trying to take educated guesses here. There are some cool retirement calculators that will look at, okay, if I spend $50,000 a year in today's dollars, what will that look like with inflation at a 3% average in 40 years? You can get those numbers. And so if that's what you're looking at, again, let's say we landed on $100,000, Then you take that $100,000 and you multiply it by 25. And what is that? That is 2.5 million. Why? Because 25 is the inverse of 4%. And so that's what lands us on. This is your ballpark figure. This is what you should be working for or working towards. So if you spend $50,000 a year and let's say you're retiring in 10 years and you're like, you know what? I think I could do $60,000 a year in retirement. Well, $60,000 times 25, you're looking at having saved about 1.5 million for retirement in order to be able to never run out of money. So that's the idea behind it. Now, the first hurdle is understanding, well, what do I want to spend in retirement? What is $60,000 going to be in 20, 30, 40 years? It's obviously going to be significantly different than what it is right now. And I encourage you, go onto the internet, look at what inflation calculators for future value can you use to see like, okay, if this is what I'm spending now, well, then what do I need in the future? And keep in mind, this is often a mix of post-tax and pre-tax. So a lot of us immediately are like, well, I'll just base it off what my salary is. And then we just calculate away. And then at the end, we're like, wait, is this actually what you spent? No, we don't spend our salaries. Keep in mind, our salaries are going towards many different things. It's going towards taxes, which you may or may not owe taxes in retirement, depending on where your money is sitting. We pay our social security benefits. We pay Medicare benefits. We pay, depending on what state you're in, you may be paying state income taxes, which may or may not tax in retirement. We pay our 401k contributions. We've got healthcare costs coming out. So likely you're not going to need your full salary if that's what we're aiming for, right? We need what we spend in a year. And if you're like, I don't know what I spend in a year, sounds like another conversation we need to have. And it sounds like you need to download our free guide at moneyrightguide.com. So moneyrightguide.com has a free budgeting template. It has actually two free budgeting templates and it has multiple videos and tutorials on how to create a budget. So in order to find out what you spend, you need to have a budget. You need to understand what is going out on a yearly basis. So once you have that information, then it's going to be a lot easier for you to calculate, well, how much do I need to have for retirement? Now, I do want to shout out a retirement calculator that I find really helpful for the basis of, well, what is what is $100,000 going to be in 20 years? Or what is $100,000 or $50,000 going to be in 40 years so that you can help yourself understand, like, am I on track for retirement or not? So if you head to bankrate.com slash retirement dash calculator, I'll leave the link in the show notes. This will give you an idea of how much that number is of like when the day I retire the $30,000 I live off of in today's dollars is actually going to be $60,000 or $100,000. And that's what I need to base this like 25, this 4% rule off of not the $30,000 in today's dollars. $30,000 in today's dollars, we know based off of inflation is not going to be the same. So we got to look at, okay, in today's dollars, what I want to spend, what is that going to be when I retire? And then whatever that number is, that's what you're going to take and you're going to multiply it by 
25 to understand exactly how much you need to have in order to be able to retire. At the very least, give yourself a ballpark. Now, what I also love about this article from Money with Katie is that it highlights that the 4% quote unquote rule was actually even more conservative than we realize. It was 4.25%. So you could actually take out 4.25% every single year of your investments, of your total assets to live off of for the rest of your life, which means we could be taking out slightly more adjusting for inflation every year. And boom, we're never going to run out of money. But most of us are basing it off of 4% just because it's a little bit easier. It's got a better ring to it. So that's actually a little bit more conservative, which is good news for us. So that's kind of the quick tip this week. If you're like, I don't know how much I need to have saved for retirement. The first question you need to answer is how much do I spend? Okay. The second question you need to answer is based off of what I spend right now, do I want to increase it or do I want to decrease it by the time I retire? Likely it's going to be pretty similar because think about it. You may not have housing costs in retirement. You may not have student loan debt in retirement. You may not have other costs that we have now as we're building our lives versus when we're kind of chilling down and we're chilling out. You know, ideally we have a paid off home. Ideally our debt is paid off. Ideally, We're not having as many active expenses as we had getting to that stage. So that's the second question. The third question you have to ask is based off of what I need to spend in retirement in today's dollars, what does that look like in the year I retire? So pulling up that bank rate retirement calculator, pulling up an inflation calculator to figure out, all right, what's my starting number? And then when you find that starting number for the first year that you plan to retire, multiply that by 25 and boom, you've got a pretty solid ballpark for what you need to have saved in order to be able to retire. All right, my friends, that's all I've got for you guys today. I'm going to go eat bread and cheese and some fig spread and some grapes and maybe take a nap on the couch, even though it's 4.30 p.m. I know that's probably like a danger zone for taking a nap, but I'm going to do it because I can barely keep my eyes open after a very vicious neck tattoo. (laughs) I sound like such a badass, but then you look at it, it's like beautiful flowers. And I am still badass. They are beautiful and badass. So anyway, I love you all. I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Money Bear Podcast. If you've made it this far, do us a favor, take two seconds, rate, review, and subscribe. It seriously means the world to me. And if you just take a sec to do that, I will appreciate you endlessly. And if you do, let me know on Instagram and I'll thank you personally. So got that. And of course, since we were talking about anything financial on this show, please note that nothing on this show is intended as financial advice. I don't know you, unfortunately. And because of that, I cannot tell you what to do with your money. You got to work with a financial professional who knows your situation, who is preferably a fiduciary. And keep in mind that everything that we talk about on this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. It's all my opinion. So there's that. If you want to see our full terms and conditions, head on over to the show notes. And while you're there, we've got free resources for you to get started on your money journey down in the show notes as well, including a free guide to help you with your budgeting templates and budgeting tutorials and investing 101, understanding the different accounts that are out there. All that good stuff is inside of my free guide, which is also available at thelazyinvestorscourse.com slash So 
If you're ready to take our relationship to the next level, I am also hosting a monthly investing class. And that investing class, you can find the times we're offering it this month at thelazyinvestorscourse.com slash webinar. That link is in the show notes as well. And that's where you have the chance to meet me live and ask those money questions live. It's a good time. We've had over 20,000 people as of recording this join or register. And uh, yeah, it's always nice to meet you guys. So I hope to see you there again. All that is available down in the show notes. So thank you again for coming and listening. I appreciate you and I'll see you next week. <laughs>